but we're all chasing numbers and 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 i think you know and I go against the grain when I say is to stop looking at the numbers and start looking at the social end of this. Because at the okay. end of the day, that's what we're talking about. Today's show is sponsored by WinTheHourWinTheDay.com, where we help you, the entrepreneur, stop working so hard. Check us out, WinTheHourWinTheDay.com. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Before we dive into the show, let me ask you this. Does this sound like you? Your passion projects are always on the back burner. Every day you see someone online doing what you want to do and you're just so frustrated because you can't get to the real work and you work more hours than you care to admit and you're always putting out fires in your business. Well, listen, then you want to check out our winner circle. It is just the answer for really, frankly, increasing your profits and crushing your demanding schedule. So check out our winner's circle. We've just added a whole bunch of free bonuses that I guarantee you will love. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. And I am your host, Chris Ward. And I am lucky to tell you that we have Alan Hennessy in the house. <sighs> Alan, okay. Alan is a digital marketer and he is going to talk to us today about how we could be more effective on LinkedIn. There's been a lot of conversation about LinkedIn. It really, lately, it really seems to be, I don't know, I think... Is it where the cool kids are hanging out, Alan? I don't know, but it seems to be changing the game compared to was where it was five years ago. So, Alan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Chris. I'm delighted to be here. It's a, it's a, an honor to be on your podcast and on your videos. And that's a, just to be spending time with you is all good. <laughs> well, Alan, compliments will get you absolutely everywhere. So we're off to a great start. <laughs> that will get you anything. Okay, Alan, let's talk about, I know you said something I thought was quite powerful. You talked about creating your social currency. I loved how that sounded. And it does make it seem, I don't know, much more empowering than the grunge work of just trying to keep up with your social media work, right? So mm. let's let's start there. You know, what is it we're looking at wrong or differently or poorly when when we're looking at social media? Because you come from a much more positive positioning, and we're going to talk about LinkedIn. But I know the work you do with your digital marketing, it, this can really transfer to any of the social platforms. Yeah, it can, and okay. that's that. That's that is the thing about it. And like, I, I suppose. The way I would look at a lot of um, social media, and I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to social media and digital marketing, because I like to know what goes on in the background, in the background of it, mm. not just what we post or when we post or how we post or how we interact. It's about the psychology behind it. And I think if you can understand the psychology behind social media, you're on to a very good thing for the simple reason that if you can understand how your customers or how your followers or how whatever whatever shape or form that comes in interacts on social media 
it's it's a it it makes your job so much easier so understanding and having a social currency is it's 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 imperative to what you do because when we start looking at social currency we start looking at how we're interacting as a brand or as an individual with social media and this as you said it goes across all of the different platforms yeah, I think I misquoted the top at the beginning because I know we we had talked a little bit about LinkedIn, but I think we'll be labeling this show something very different. It's not a LinkedIn specialty. Let's uh, specialty. Mm. So let's pull back here. Okay, so we don't know what we don't know. Where do we start? What are the missteps that so many of us make with our social? I, again, social media work, creating our currency. I got to stop calling it work. Creating our currency. What is it we uh, could be doing better? Yeah. So look, when we, we, we talk about um, social media currency, social currency is basically it allows the brands to drive higher customer loyalty and add social proof. And this in turn, of course, leads to sales and referrals. All right. So like that's that's the big that's the big caveat here. But I think at the end of the day, especially with social media and social, especially social currency, it's your influence online. It's how you project yourself, because if we're just you know, like it's like if you look at it this way, if we're just taking all the time and we're not giving, it's not going to help. It's not going to help build our brand. It's not going to help us to invest and gain more traction online, because once a brand starts to be known and they're liked and they're trusted, they will then start to create that social currency where people will be they will i suppose in a sense they become advocates and they'll become very loyal to what you do and sometimes they will even defend you right okay so let me jump in here for two quick seconds so one is the brand so we say brand sometimes you start to think about bigger brands and we're talking to service-based entrepreneurs that have been in business at least five years so we're speaking exactly to you guys entrepreneurs small teams you know i don't love the word small business but hello whatever I, I, I'm going to come up with a new word for that. So the brand is you. So let's not confuse that with a bigger brand because sometimes we get caught mm. on that and say, well, that's not me. Then when you say, you know, well, you can't just be taking, what is it you mean by that? Because uh, so many of us get stuck on, oh, okay, I put this post up and I got three likes and two comments. Although I got a message one time, sidebar information here. I got a message from somebody once and she, it was actually on LinkedIn and she sent me a message and she had said she'd been following me for like, I don't know, a year. And she highlighted all these things I'd done. And she said, and I said, oh, wow, that's fantastic. Thanks so much for chiming in and whatever. I said, I, you know, cause I, I hadn't seen her do anything. I don't, didn't know her at all. And mm. I don't have a huge interaction with people on the platforms. And she said, Chris, you just have never, you don't know who's following you and what impact you have. And I'm like, oh, that's a good point. Cause we all go to, oh, we've been trained to go, oh, how many likes? Okay. No, I got whatever. I, nobody cares yeah. about this. I got no likes. So when you talk about taking, what do you mean? And, and because we're all just chasing these numbers. But we're all chasing numbers. And, and, and I think, you know, and, I go against the grain when I say is to stop looking at the numbers and start looking at the social end of this, because at the okay. end of the day, that's what we're talking about. And what I mean by taking is, is, is that we will push out content and hopefully mm. it's going to stick somewhere. And, and instead of that, we should be interacting with people that we're following and, and connecting with them and then okay. start to have conversations because we got to remember that social media is two words. It's social 
and it's media. And the social part is about that interaction. It's about building relationships. And I know it's it's a cliche and everyone says we have to build relationships. But I think in order for us to move it to the next stage in anything, we have to start building on them relationships. So we have to start having that interaction. So it has to be a give and a take. And okay, let me jump in. Day, you know? Let me just jump in because you know what? You, you gave me a really big aha moment. I often, when I'm scrolling and I'm like, okay, I, I, I do my best to engage with, especially like, okay, now I've, you know, if I've met you and we're connecting a lot, so I'm going to like your stuff. And then I guess as a cheat, I'm going to say in the comments, like I'll do a couple emojis, um, boom, 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 there you go. And whatever. But that doesn't show that I actually read your post. So when you just said something a minute ago, it's about building relationships and all that other stuff. And I know we hear that all the time, but sometimes you hear something and you somebody says it differently. So all of a sudden I realized like, if I'm going to take two seconds to put a couple of emojis under your post, I could take five seconds and write a comment about something you said above, which is going to have a much more powerful impact because I'm showing you I read it and I'm starting a dialogue. And from that, and this is where the social currency comes from, from right. ours, from our point of view is, is that, okay, so you have now engaged with me. You have now put, you know, a comment in there. You've said whether you like the post or you've given your viewpoint on the post. If it's just to say, I really enjoyed reading ah. this, this particular post, right? All you can, all you have to do there is, is to start that conversation is literally to go back and say, what part did you like about this post? What part did, what part appealed to you? What did you learn from this? You can start that conversation because what happens there is, is if you're reading my post and I turn around and I answer you back, you're going to start going, wow, I got to an answer back from Alan. Alan's after starting to talk to me. Wow. So it shows that you care about them as an individual, but you also care about their opinion. Plus, we can also learn so much from these interactions. Yeah, but what I'm hearing from you, Alan, is I'm hearing something deeper and different. So I get it if somebody likes one of my posts, but that's where, where I got stuck. I would be chasing numbers thinking, okay, did this make a, an impact because you only got this much interaction, right? And you can't control that. You can only beat yourself up for it. So what I'm hearing from you, what I'm learning from you, which I haven't really given any thought before, and I'm really having a profound moment here is what I can control is how I interact, you know, and of course who I interact with, but how I interact. So instead of just glossing over and trying to like a hundred posts really quickly, if I made comments and had a meaningful engagement on 10, cause it's really about the social, it's really about the relationships. And I made a meaningful comment on your posts and you're like, it's not a matter of, oh, Chris liked my post. It's like, oh, Chris made a comment. I commented back. We had a conversation. Oh my gosh, that happens to me, Alan, great, great, whatever. Now we're having a dialogue, which really is what social media is supposed to be. It's networking, but we're all chasing the numbers. And just for me, anyhow, just how much, you know, just uh, going at a higher level instead of getting deeper. So it's better to zone in and have more meaningful interactions than this is a, this is the big lesson I'm learning right now. Yeah, from you it is. this moment and, and it yeah and it really is it's so important it's mm. so important to have that interaction because we look at social media like okay we can post our content on our websites we can create our podcasts we can you know we can do our live videos we can do all this we can record whatever we want to do 
But when we put it out on social media, we're looking for that interaction. We're looking for people to view it and understand it and hopefully learn something from it. But also gain something, gain some knowledge from us and look at us in a different light and say, OK, so I look at Alan Hennessy every every time he posts something because he always shares some interaction. He always shares some posts or some piece of content that is of value to me. Right. So now you're starting to gain that loyalty, but you're also mm -hmm. gaining that advocacy, because what happens is, is with social currency, if I like Chris's post and I think it's it's good, I will then reshare that with my okay. community. So you're, you're automatically starting to build out, you know, I call it something. Sometimes I call it and I think it's a great way to put it is, is your secret army. They're okay. your secret marketing army, okay. because what they're yeah. doing is, is they're helping you to get more traction online, which in turn feeds back into what you do. But it's it's a, you know, it's a 50 50 relationship. We have okay. to be sort of keeping an eye on them and making sure that we keep up to date with what's, what's going on there. I'm not saying to you that you have to sit there at a computer and go, okay, I have to check to see what Chris wrote. I have to check what Alan wrote. I, it's not like that. It's we will automatically scroll. We mm. live in a world of on demand and we do it when we want to do it. And that's how it works, because now we're starting to just go, OK, I'm highlighting that the social mm. currency works. Mm. It's a piece okay. of marketing that works within your business. And it's a crucial piece of marketing. If we don't skim over it. OK, so here's the two big things I've learned from you right now is engagement for me. What the, I learned is it could be more purposeful and it's better to be more purposeful. It's better to have purposeful relationships versus volume. Great. And then another tip is resharing, you know, sort of it gets reciprocal and they really appreciate when you reshare and they notice when you do that. So that's another way where I can control, you know, or, or I don't like the word control, but I have more investment or direction to my social media versus just sitting there hoping people like my post. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's two big ways that I could engage more effectively and, and, you know, sustain these or improve relationships. All right. So what's some other things that you feel we could be doing that we're missing the opportunities on? With regards to, I suppose, I suppose it's, there's there's a there's a lot of different things that you can look at. Let's let's even say say we'll just for example we'll take LinkedIn, okay? okay, and we'll look at the types of what we can do on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is about connecting, it's about reaching out, and it's about building relationships. And we all know this. This is what it's this is it's a business to business platform, but it gives you the opportunity to get in front of people and to talk to them and that you would not have been able to talk to before. And this goes back to building that social currency, but it also talks about social proofing. So you've got to sort of have some sort of proof that yes, you are, you know, you're active on the platform. It also, you need to, all that social proof is, is like what you're doing. Because most people, when they will go to LinkedIn, if they can, if someone reaches out to them to connect with them, they're going, first thing is they're going to their platform, they're going to their profile to see who mm. they are, what they're about. So that social proof needs to be there. So mm. building on that social proof is very important. And once people start seeing that you're sharing people's content, they say, well, this person 
is starting to, you know, I, I like this person. He has an interest in what we're talking about here. Oh, okay. Hold on here. So what you're saying is, oh, that's another, that's a different angle of something that we're, when we talk about going to the LinkedIn profile, so I, my mind automatically thinks that we're going to check out, oh, Alan's history, Alan did this, Alan's company and what you're saying too. And I do this all the time. You're right. I do this. And, but I now see the power of this is I will go and look at their posts, what they're doing and what they're commenting on. Right. And see what they're about. Cause that does tell a lot about them. But I, I, I was just doing that, but I didn't understand the power of that. Yeah. yeah Cause it, it really we, is telling who you kind of what you laugh at or what you think is important or your messaging or the conversations you're having with other people. It really does tell a lot about you. Yeah. And it also shows that it also gives you an opportunity to home in on particular areas. If you wanted to talk to that person and say, oh, I see you're very interested in whatever it may be. Right. And now you now you have an opportunity. So you're using it also as a research tool. So right. it's about so from I suppose from the solo entrepreneur, the small business owner who's, you know, who would be listening to this type of your program. Is, is that they need to start of say, okay, well, if someone's going to come and look at my profile, I need to have something there that's going to entice them to look at me a little bit further. It's their research. It's research mm. of what we do. You know, we used to years the some like years ago, we used to have cold calls. We pick up the phone and say, oh, can I speak to the marketing mm. manager? Now we can go on LinkedIn. Now we can go on social and we can find these people and find out what it is that can that we can connect to what is yeah i i never really thought about that alan of how much it tells uh, your story of who you're talking to what you're talking about Mm. and i know i've checked people somebody might refer me to somebody or something and i look on linkedin and then i check their posts and they've got like one post per two months i'm like okay they're not like to me i feel like they're not taking they're not taking it seriously or they're not a viable business because they're hardly i don't know where they are but they're not here and whether that's an appropriate judgment or not, there's not a lot for me. It, it does give me a snapshot of what they're doing about their business, right? So I didn't really uh, think of that as how but telling it is of, so even when now if people see my profile and they go over and see my posts of that I'm resharing stuff or I make meaningful comments versus just here's my annoying emojis that I'll, I'll be decreasing on now. Okay. So we're looking at the same thing. We've looked at a hundred times, but you're making me see it all very differently. Mm. The other, and the other thing about that is, and it's just a point that you touched on is, is like where you were saying, Oh, well, they haven't posted in two months on, on say on LinkedIn. Okay. That may not be their platform of choice. That right. may not be. So that could be, it could be Instagram. It could be Twitter. So you automatically get to see, okay, well, well, maybe they're not on LinkedIn. Maybe they're more, you know, active on, say, the types of, say, Twitter. Okay. Mm. Check their Twitter, Twitter, check their Twitter feed. You can find this information in their LinkedIn profile because if you click on the contact us piece on the top of the page, you'll see if they have a Twitter, if they have a Twitter handle, you'll, it'll automatically be in there because they'll have put mm. it in. So now I go over to Twitter and now I look and say, oh, oh, well, look, this guy only posted an hour ago on Twitter. So okay. this is and he's posted. So you can find out a lot of information and you can follow it. You know, it's like we follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah. You see where they are, where they're going, where the what they're doing. Now you're you're moving into a Twitter sphere. 
you're going, okay, right. well, what are they talking about on Twitter? Because they may be talking about something differently on LinkedIn. They may not, like we've had businesses where they've said, can't get the LinkedIn thing, but I love Twitter. Or I can't right. get the Twitter thing and I love Instagram. So we're sort of okay. going, okay, well, that's where, and you, you've got to remember, you've got to also take this into consideration as well, Chris, is, is if you like where you are, so obviously my, my, my big um, social platform would be LinkedIn and Twitter. They're the two okay. places that I, I really enjoy working on and I'm good at them. The reason why I'm good at them is, is because I enjoy it. And that's the thing. So you've also got to remember what is it that you enjoy? So if you enjoy Instagram, you're going to spend a lot more time. You're going to be a lot more focused on that. Okay. okay. And that's, and that is a very important part because you've got to enjoy it as much as anything else. You know, social media can't be, a, 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 you know, a, a chore for you to have to do every every day. It has to be something that you go, okay, I can find out information. I can use this to, you know, enhance what I'm doing. It can help me to find new customers. It can help me to connect with new people. And it's not a case of where you're selling to them people. It could be a whole range of different opportunities. You could be doing collaborations. You could be going on a podcast. You could be, you yeah. know, there's a huge amount of information that you can find out. And it's, and it's a nice way to do it. I think, too, what you're teaching me, which, again, I'm, I call myself a recovering rushaholic and you know, the nature of my work, it's all about being mm. execution mode and not rushing and, you know, doing quality work and always creating. But I think still there, I'm in recovery. There's still things that seep in. <laughs> and so I think what happens is it's like, oh, you hop on and you rush through the social media and what you're teaching me is, okay. So I do think predominantly my audience is on LinkedIn. However, if I'm looking to learn something about maybe a show that I'm going to be on or whatever, you're right. I can follow the breadcrumbs and say, all right, they're, uh, they're, they don't have a big presence on LinkedIn. Let's follow their breadcrumbs. And I just learned all this stuff about them on Twitter. And that's great because I'm going to be on their show, right? So diving a little bit deeper, deeper and all the information is there. And of course, too, in that example, I just gave you, if I'm going to now be on Alan's show and he's not very much on LinkedIn, but I follow you over to Twitter and now I start commenting, you know, we're going to have a warm up engagement before I'm even on your show. So again, back to the social, instead of going to the high levels, make these more purposeful instead of like, have I, have I done a bunch of things? Have I done my 10 minutes on LinkedIn this morning? Done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Cause it it's really is about that, networking. It's something like, it's something that what, what, something more like what you teach is, is, you know, winning that time back. And yeah. I always say, you know, the, any question, whenever I'm training with people, I'd always say, what is the first thing you do when you go into the office or you go to your home office? What is the first thing that you do? And they go, um, I open up my emails and I go, okay, that's, that's basic. They just basically do that. That's the first thing everyone does is when they turn on the computer, they check their emails to see what they've missed. Okay. If you spend 10 minutes then after that on social, so whether that be LinkedIn or wherever it is that you want to be and looking at that and looking at the people that are on it and looking at the content and looking what's in your newsfeed, you're going to come across something that's of real interest to you. Now, you don't necessarily have to say, okay, well, well, I'm going to spend a half an hour here and talk all about this. You can say, okay, I'm going to save that and I'm going to reply to that later on mm -hmm. when I have more time. 
So, you know, you can really work this in to your day as much as, as, as you want to. And you look, you're the expert when it comes to that. You know, <laughs> I am, so, but you know, you bring up a really good point because back in the day, hello, it sounds like dinosaurs roamed the earth like a hundred years ago, but it wasn't 10, 10 plus years ago. You'd have to go to a breakfast thing in your area, mm. the chamber of commerce. And I found that annoying having to get up at six o'clock in the morning and have a, you know, conversational breakfast with someone at seven o'clock eating food I didn't want, hoping I got to sit beside someone that I could have an enjoyable <laughs> business conversation with. Right. So it didn't, I didn't enjoy the time that that stole from me a good two hours there. So yes, we could do more meaningful social media, right. Instead yeah. of just being a chore to hop in and out of, I have been awakened. You wait, Alan. I'm going to be all kinds of conversational and charming when you can send my damn yeah. emojis. But it, and it really is. You'd be amazed. And like, like I give you, for instance, I I put out a post. Oh, this is last year sometime. I can't remember. It was anyway. It was last year. But I put out this post and I got this message. Um, I got a comment on on the post. And this guy was very, very disgruntled with what I'd said. And he told me in no uncertain terms. So I seen this and I went, okay, now, you know, some people's reaction would be, oh, just delete it and you won't, nobody will see it. But I went, no, no, no. There's no point in me deleting that because he could come back tenfold on that. So what I done is I went in and I said, excuse I says, can you tell me exactly what you disagree with within this post? And he came back and I turned and I said, well, that's not the way this post was supposed to be taken. So he says, maybe if you had it taken, if you, if you, if you read it this way and took it in this context, right? He came back and he says, oh, oh, I see your point now. So I says, let's take this offline. The story doesn't end there because six months later, I was actually working with the guy. See? I would have, I'll be honest, I would have deleted it, not because I was afraid somebody would see it. I would have deleted it because I think why, like, if you're just going to start stopping your scroll and frankly bitching at me, that's not a conversation. Like I would assume, ah, oh, you're not for me. So I would have deleted it by the tone. Like you don't need to be attacking. Mm. You could just say you disagreed with it, but you're right. I have found it from a business perspective, when you see somebody complain on Twitter or whatever, it's not the complaint, it's how the company handles it that shows yeah. who they are. But and it's, it's also, it's also, but it's also to do with understanding. Is yeah. this just a troll or is this, right. you know, is this keyboard warrior or is this actually someone who is actually, you know, disagreeing with your point which is which is fine because yeah. we do which we all okay. do it every day yeah, I, yeah. you have to have that you know it has to have the yin and the yang if it doesn't yeah. it doesn't work but yeah. as i said it's about understanding that yes okay i think he might have got the wrong end of the stick with this well you're and better man than me alan that, you know? <laughs> and it's but it's very but it actually turned out and when we spoke no you're offline, right he, yeah. he said like you know, isn't amazing that that's that's how we came, and it was mm. just through stopping and thinking and going, okay, but carry on conversations. If someone comments, start that conversation and bring it bring it on. You know what I mean? It's 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 so valuable, so valuable. 
Alan, time just flies with you. I can't believe we're, the, we're done. The time is already gone. You know what? I, I, it was really awakening though, a, a big takeaway for me, because like I said, I was just putting emojis in there and I don't, I should know better. Cause I'll tell you, she doesn't listen to the show. I'll tell you my sister, you could send her a text that the world is coming to an end and she sends you back two emojis. So you're like, okay, that doesn't solve that problem. <laughs> you just get emojis. Like you have to get on the plane to go visit her. That's fine. But if you try to communicate with her through texting or anything, it's emojis. And it's like, I don't even know what this cat means. I told you I had a real problem. Right? <laughs> so, so I should know better than to be using that as my default in social media. You are a wise man. Where can people find more of your brilliance? Alan? Well, I, you can, if you just type in Alan Hennessy, you'll find me across all of that. Uh, on Google, but I suppose that the website is compassmedia.ie and reach out and connect to me on LinkedIn and Twitter and my places. Uh, I'm always there. So um, do reach out and connect me and tell, tell me that you heard me on the show here because I would be delighted to have a chat. So yes, and have a meaningful me. chat. Don't throw them an emoji. Have a meaningful chat with yeah. Alan. <laughs> All right, everyone else, we will see you in the next episode. Thanks again. Hey guys, hop on over to freegiftfromchris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T, from Chris, K-R-I-S, dot com. We are constantly putting goodies in there so that you guys can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.